The Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. Now, here's your host, Mike Keir. G'day, I'm Mike Keir in Sydney, Australia, and I'm your host for the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. This week I'm joined by a co-host who's from just 370 kilometres up the road from here in New South Wales. He's a country boy, record producer, songwriter, performer, band leader, golden guitar winner and nominee for golden guitars three times this year. I'll introduce him shortly. As usual, we'll spin in full the top 20 songs played this past week on bluegrass radio stations all over the world as we count down to the new number one. Actually, there's 21 songs in the countdown this week because there's a tie for one of the spots, which means I'll play both songs that are tied. I'll also play 11 old favourites rejoining the countdown and introduce three songs debuting on the countdown this week. If there's time, I'll also play a few of my co-hosts' special favourite songs. The list is drawn from the airplay chart released by bluegrasstoday.com just this last Friday night. Now, a little housekeeping... If you like what you hear on The Countdown and you'd like to support the project and help keep it going, can I suggest you go to our Patreon page and join? We can't pay for our licence fees or power bills or that sort of thing with volunteer hours. There are several different membership levels and each have different benefits. Go to patreon.com btop20 and you can read all about it. Remember, if you love what you hear on today's show, please tell everybody you know all about the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. And I'd love to hear from you about anything related to the countdown, or if you think a radio station near you might be interested in having the countdown as a regular two-hour show on their roster, write and let me know and we'll contact them. The email is bttop20, b-t-t-o-p-2-0, at gmail.com. But right now, let's get down to it. Here's the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown. I hope you enjoy it. My guest today uh, is from uh, New South Wales, about 370 kilometres north of where I am in Sydney. He's from Warhope. And uh, he's uh, he's uh, won one golden guitar already. He's got three nominations or three finalists' uh, positions for um, uh, golden guitar. A big deal in Australian music. His name is Angus Gill. G'day, Angus. Hey, Mike. How are you? Oh, it's terrific. Terrific. Good to see you again. Good to see you too. Home, home for for Christmas now, are you? I'm all done for the year. I'm just um, chilling out in my studio, trying to keep out of the hot weather and um, finishing off several projects. I'm actually just uh, working on a new bluegrass project for next year, uh, which is um, Australian rock songs uh, arranged as, as bluegrass songs. So... Uh, that's, you know, I've just kind of started that project and uh, it's, it's very exciting. I, I really enjoy, um, you know, taking these great songs and, and doing bluegrass, traditional bluegrass interpretations of them with some great players. In the last few years, I've, I've been surprised sometimes about, about you know, hearing, hearing a bluegrass version of a song and thinking, wow, who'd have thought that that song... Could could possibly get a bluegrass treatment and it will work because some of them certainly do, certainly don't. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, it's interesting because I I was commissioned by my publisher to do this project. It it wasn't a project that um, that I ordinarily would have thought to do, but I was commissioned last year to do a bluegrass version of the Split Ends song. That was my mistake. And uh, when I heard that song, I thought, oh yeah, I could see how. Uh, that could be transformed into a bluegrass song. And so we did a version of that. My publisher was really happy with the outcome. And then that's kind of, we were, we're like, well, you know, what's, where's this going to belong? You, you know, it's just this standalone single track. Um, and then we kind of brewed up the idea of, of doing a whole album and getting some of the original artists to, to join me on it as well. Um, because I, I thought it would be nice and incongruous to be able to have some of these, you know, pop rock singers uh, singing on a bluegrass track with some great players and great arrangements and instrumentation. So, uh, so that's what we're doing. You can you can really uh, uh, shake some foundations, can't you? If you, <laughs> if you get a bit, a bit daring with it. Yeah, yeah, and, and some of the songs, like they're great songs to start off with, and and you know it's it said that if you've got a great song, it's got an element of uh, flexibility. Um, it's 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 malleable. You should be able to uh, reinterpret it in in a variety of ways. Um, and so yeah, it, it is a real hallmark of a great song. You can when you can take it and do a, a bluegrass arrangement of it even so i'm i'm from the older generation you know and it's really it's really true that nobody's writing iambic pentameters like do uh diddy diddy dum diddy do anymore well that being <laughs> said it's uh there are some people still out there doing it i know occasionally steve earl writes things in in iambic pentameter and i actually wrote a spoken word piece in iambic pentameter so every now and again it makes a comeback <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just just, just to fool people. Right, if, you're just, if you're just joining us, my my guest co-host today is uh, Angus Gill, and uh, he, like me, is is sitting in the uh, watch watching the sun come up and stay up and stay up and stay up and stay up, and then eventually go down when we're all too hot. Um, exactly. Waiting for Christmas to come around, <laughs> and uh, yeah, glad glad you're here. All right, look, let, let's let's get started on doing this countdown. Do you remember we were going to do a countdown? Yeah, absolutely. This week we've got a, a, a new number one. I've been doing this for, this is the 71st countdown we've done, and uh, there have been sev 70 new number ones. There's only one program that had the same number one as pre as its previous. This this week we've got three brand new songs and 11 old favourites rejoining the, rejoining the countdown. So... Uh, it should be lots of, lots of fun. Number 20. Starting with number 20. It's uh, Adam McIntosh. It's a new single from him on Billy Blue Records. It's called Baby You Ain't Baby Anymore. Adam McIntosh, number 20 this week. Yeah. 
sugar, you ain't sugar Honey, you ain't honey Sweetie, you ain't sweetie like before Baby, you ain't baby Macintosh from uh, uh, Billy Blue Records from uh, a new single from him. There's a new album coming from him somewhere, I think. It's called Baby You Ain't Baby Anymore. And it was actually written by a good friend of mine, Jerry Sally, um, with Jenny Flenner, who is a really, uh, you know, ACM uh, winning fiddle player that is just really carving up at the moment. So it's a great track. Jerry Sally has written a lot of really good songs. He sure has. He actually just um, wrote a song with me called The One in Lonesome, which is up for a Golden Guitar Award. We're up uh, together for that song for Bluegrass Recording of the Year. So, um, yeah, we've we've worked together many times and we did a duet together uh, on my last album too. I, I really, really love working with Jerry and, uh, yeah, he's a great person. I, I enjoy catching up with him. Number 19. Number 19, Carson Peters is an interesting character. There are several prominent uh, bluegrass artists who were invited on the Grand Ole Opry by some well-established artists. Carson was one of them. And uh, here he is now. He's he's finished his school. He's got his own band. And uh, uh, his new album is called Got a Lot of, Lo- Got a lot of Lonesome. <laughs> that one traps my tongue. And uh, the, uh, our number 19 song this week from Carson Peters. It's the debut of the uh, debut song. It's called Got a Lot of Lonesome, the title track. Well, I've got a lot of lonesome up in here It all started on the day you disappeared I didn't know my eyes could cry so many tears Well, I've got a lot of lonesome up in here I didn't see it coming, you left out of the blue You took off running when you found somebody new Well, you left me here all alone with a heart broke right in two And I can't believe you're gone while I'm still here in love with you Well, I've got a lot of lonesome up in here It all started on the day you disappeared I didn't know my 
in here What's a man to do when his world's been torn apart? Missing you with the blues and one whole broken heart Well, I've got a lot of lonesome up in here It all started on the day you disappeared I didn't know my eyes could cry so many tears Well, I've got a lot of lonesome up in here up in here on Billy Blue Records that's uh, number, nine, uh, number 19 song from Carson Peters at Iron Mountain it was a co-write he wrote it with uh, Bobby Starnes number 18 at number 18 returning to the countdown after a few weeks away it's, uh, it's from the Grascals. It's a song written by Darren Nicholson and Jamie Johnson. They both uh, they both have had uh, issues with uh, uh, with uh, addiction, and uh, uh, Jamie goes to stay with Darren at his place when when he goes to goes to Nashville, and uh, they sat down one day and uh, probably sharing their sharing their difficulties, getting clearer their addiction. And they wrote this song called I Go. And it's about, about that substance abuse or the opioid addiction. The Grascals, I Go, at number 18 this week. 90 miles an hour racing down a dead end road. I wonder if I'll make it out alive. Leaning heavy on the throttle, letting nothing slow me down. The wind is cutting through me like a knife. And I go. Drawn in a rundown cheap motel I'm restless and my eyes are open wide I pay a lover by the hour Make believe I'll be alright I'm tangled up in lust and dirty lies And I go to my feet Looking for a cigarette to lie Lord, why am I so broken? Can you find some good in me? Help me turn this thing around before I die And I go Knowing well that I might 
verse 17. And number 17. From Unspoken Tradition. It's a former number one. It's been uh, th- about three months on the chart now. And uh, so from Mountain Home Records, Mylon Miller and Beth Husband, they, they write lots and lots and lots and lots of really high-quality songs. And they, they stay away from the cliché subjects and they like, they like having something that's close to a cliché but not quite and moves, gives it a new twist. That's what, that's what I like. Um, when you can have that element of familiarity, but um, you know, still have a, a unique idea, a, a unique angle. Um, and I think um, Mylon Miller uh, actually writes a lot with a friend of mine, Tom Utes, um, and they've got uh, they've got a great song together called "The Milltown Blues," which I really love. So uh, yeah, I've heard quite a lot of songs that he's been a part of. Well, I, uh, he's he's written a lot with Beth Husband in the last last six months or so. This is called Weeds Don't Wither And it's number 17 on the countdown this week There's the kind of feeling you wear on your shirt Right there on a sleeve But the ones that hurt you bury somewhere Deep down in the dirt where the weeds don't wither Let them up forever when it's safe and sound But the second someone comes around you
That's number 17 on Mountain Home Records from Unspoken Tradition and Weeds Don't Wither. Number 16. And number 16 is an interesting song. It's the only uh, sarcastic song I can I, I can remember in, in, in bluegrass. It's called We'll All Drink Money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the wells run dry, we'll be okay because we'll just drink money, won't we? Yes, we will. Written by Shannon and Adam Wright, husband and wife team, and on it's, it's on the Balsam Ranger's new album, Kinetic Tone. We'll all drink money, number 16 this week. Why build one when you can have two? Why go around when you can go through? Nobody's looking, nobody cares And if they do, cut them a share Forget about tomorrow, why ask why We'll all drink money when the well runs If I don't do it, somebody else will Don't tell me I don't care for the earth I'm selling her all for twice what she's worth When I'm done, we'll be selling the sky And we'll all drink money when the well runs Number sixteen, down a little from fourteen last week. It's been three months on the three months on the chart from Balsam Range. We'll all drink money. Song number fifteen. Have you ever seen Michael Cleveland play? No, I haven't caught him in the flesh. No, it's it's an awesome sight. 
anyway, our fifth, uh, number 15 song is, uh, is the title track from his new Compass Records album. Boy, it's done well for him. Song written by Pat Garvey and, and Victoria Garvey. It's called Lovin' of the Game. Michael Cleveland and Flanky. Shining golden sand Struck silver ribbon wide Held a million in my hand But the sign I'm looking for The findings always take And nothing drives a gambler Like loving of the game Traveled hard from town to town But I never really found Anything to tie me down Still I would not trade my time For some diamond thing I would not trade a fortune For the love of game Number 15 of Michael Cleveland, the Flamekeeper, the Love Another Guy. We're counting down to a new number one. Number 14. Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen are uh, a slightly different different kind of band. They, they were here a few years ago. Uh, they came to the, to the Mountain Grass Festival. Oh, right. Okay. Fantastic. And uh, they, they plugged all the instruments in and, and the... Uh, the uh, the the pretty hard hardcore fans that didn't like that. Oh, right. It, <laughs> don't, don't, that's not bluegrass. That no kind of thing. We don't do that. No. Well, there's some 
There's some real traditionalists at those those bluegrass festivals or folk festivals in general, but there's a real. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to play quite a lot of folk festivals, and we actually have a bluegrass festival not too far from where I live called um, the Dorigo Folk and Bluegrass Festival, and it's really special because um, a lot of it is is unplugged. You know, you, you've just got a, a bluegrass um, ear trumpet labs microphone that we're all kind of. Uh, crowding around that and and playing and I I really love that because it feels like I I really do enjoy uh, the feeling of of just sitting and playing acoustically and, and not having PA systems and microphones and things get in the way and sometimes they can get in the way from from the pure performance um, and so you know that way of working around a a micro a single microphone is is really cool I I played at a tiny little festival one New Year's Eve. Right. In, uh, in, in a little country town in New South Wales that I'm struggling to think of the name of now. And uh, it had this tiny little theatre called the Opera House. Right. Yeah. And uh, it was so tiny that it had no sound system at all. Right. And and you just had to know where the, where the proscenium arch was on the stage. Yep. Over, over your head. So if, if you wanted, if you wanted to, to if you are going to take a break, you'd move forward. That would put you in front of the proscenium arch, so your sound would go out. Yeah. Whereas all the others are going backwards into the in, into the backstage. Mm. So as soon as you finish, as soon as you finish your break, you step, take a step back, and you go quiet again. It's <laughs> just like you're working a mic. That's very cool. That's very cool. I love love venues like that. You don't come across them very often, but uh, I love the fact that it's in a that it's a venue in a very small town. They call it the Opera House. That's that's iconic in itself. Yeah, I, I we had an overseas friend who'd uh, who wrote to wrote to me just before he, he came over. He said, "Listen, we want to come and see the Sydney fireworks on New Year's Eve, but if while while we're around, is there any you know is there any uh, bluegrass happening? You know, any any of the gigs we could go to or jams we could have or anything?" But I, but I offered him some alternatives, and he decided he'd like to go to this little town. So we, that's what we did, and ever since. For the last fifteen years, he's been saying, "Oh, yeah, we went to, went to Australia one year and we played the Opera House." Yeah, no, yeah. not not the Sydney, not the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> the Opera House was good. Number fourteen on the countdown is from uh, from Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen. It's from his album Hold On Compass Records, written by Frank. He was he was in the, he was in the Navy band, uh, Country Carrot, for a while. Right. The song's called Scorch in the Gravy.
That's number 14. Returning to the countdown from Frank Sullivan and Dirty Kitchen, Scorching the Gravy. Number 14. Also at number 14, because we've got two songs at number 14, they're tied. It's Billy Strings. He's a fella causing a sensation around the world, is he not? No, isn't he what? He's fantastic. He's uh He's actually, uh, I, I work with a, a good friend and collaborator of his, um, John Weisberger. So, um, yeah, I've, I've got to know uh, all different kinds of, of, you know, projects that they've, they've worked on, you know, through, you know, knowing and working with John. So, uh, yeah, Billy Strings is a wonderful talent. He's, he's doing what quite a few people have done before him. Uh, being, being a young fellow and and uh, playing a lot of the, the standard the, the standard uh, uh, catalogue of bluegrass songs and, and doing new ones and what have you, but for some reason or other he's packing them into stadiums that peop- other people have never been able to do. And I, I try to put my finger on why, and, uh, but who, who cares? He's doing it. <laughs> doing it absolutely, and uh, he kind of defies the the. Um uh, you know stereotypes of, of of what you know what constitutes being a bluegrass singer. He, you know he he definitely hasn't got the image that you would associate with a, a typical bluegrass singer. And I'm all for it. I think it's great. You know he's uh, he he's doing doing great things for the for the genre, and uh, and it's great to see him uh, you know kind of doing a combined album with his father as well. That's very cool. Yes, he, he he said in his notes that came that came with that that uh, he, he he and his dad his dad had uh, taught him to play and had been they played they spent most of their early lives together and um, far far more than most fathers and sons do and they just playing guitar all the time and singing songs and and he taught Billy most of what he knows about music well that's that's pretty good because he knows a lot and. Um, he said, "Well, I, I, I thought I'd, I'd better record a, song, a recorded album with my dad while he's still around." Yeah, I thought, "Well, that's a bit brave." So, <laughs> was it his dad going? Is dad going to fall off the perch? No, well, I hope well, not. I certainly hope not. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's, that song is the, the album was called "Me and Dad" it's from Billy Strings, and the number fourteen song is uh, "Dig a Little Deeper in the Well." Good 
up that'll make him strong. She'll be there to lean on when the whole world's done him wrong. There ain't nothing like little loving, man, it's the way it is meant to be. You better find you a woman that'll be good to you like your mama's been to me. Oh, dig a little deeper in the well, boys, dig a little deeper in the well. If you want a good cool drink of water, you better dig a little deeper in the well. That's the number 14, returning to our countdown after a few weeks away from Billy Strings, from his album Me and Dad, and Dig a Little Deeper in the Well. Number 13. The number 13 is uh, a, a young woman who's uh, a young fiddler who's come, come out of her shell and she's cutting a career on her own. She was she was fiddle for, fiddle for uh, uh, Darren and Brooke Aldridge band for for a while, and uh, she she uh, she left their band, cut out on her own uh, her own career, got married, had a baby, started writing songs. <laughs> I mean, why do one new thing when you can do ten new things? And uh, this 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 tune at number thirteen is called Sally's Run. And uh, Carly has a little bit of uh, Cherokee in in her in her uh, background, and Sally was a, uh, a a martyr to the Cherokee. He and he and and, and some of his friends were um, uh, was a, were executed by the by the, the army. They made some of his tribe his his, his fellow tribesmen uh, shoot them, and um, to uh, to encourage all the other all the others to. Uh, to understand how serious it is that the ar- the army was saying, no, you have to move to onto the reservation. And when you listen when you listen to this song, you can hear Sally starting out running running away slowly and carefully. And once he's out of once he's out of sight of the soldiers, you can hear it speeds up and he's running through the trees and they're chasing him. And, and uh, yeah, fascinating. Been uh, nine weeks nine weeks on our chart from Carly Arrowwood. Sally's rap.
Number 12. And number 12 was another inst- instrumental from Danny Roberts. There's a, there's a musical family. Danny's mandolin player for the Grascals. His wife was, wife was one of the uh, very early female bass players in a, in a female band. And uh, in fact, she was, she was in several. She's now a booking agent. And her daughter is lead singer for the for the uh, for the uh, sister Sadie. Yeah. So there's a very rich uh, musical history in that family. Yes. I mean, given that given that sort of history with her parents, you think, well, well yeah, Jaylee Roberts is going to be it has has to be, become a musician. Surely she must, and she has. This is only her first her first. Professional gig was as lead singer for the uh, the sister Sadie at the Grand Ole Opry, standing in the circle. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great to see so many instrumental tracks on on this chart too. Um, that was one thing that I really picked up on because we have a, an instrumental uh, section of our Golden Guitar Awards here too, and uh, I've been up in that section several times. Uh, with with some songs that I've had out too, and a, a good friend of mine, a fiddle player, Pixie Jenkins, writes brilliant instrumentals, um, really uh, ear candy type tracks. Um, because an instrumental, in my opinion, isn't it's 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 like a, a tune, like Boggy Mountain Breakdown or or Cripple Creek or um, you know the Shadows Apache and. Um, so on and so forth. The Chariots of Fire, they're all very memorable, ear-catching tunes. They're not show-off pieces. I'll look how many notes I can fit into a bar. Um, so it's it's great to hear some some really good tunes um, and, and some see some instrumentals um, popping up in, in the chart. That's really good. It, it must be... Uh, I'm, I'm no songwriter, but it must be really hard to write an original tune that's ear-catching and, and it... And it grabs you grabs you right by the neck and, and says listen because i mean there's, there's only so many ways you can combine 12 notes together and make them into a tune isn't it it's very hard to write a good one and also one's not atypical um that's that's not kind of derivative and and um and uh predictable Yes, but if you go too far that way, then then what you what you write was something nothing like anything else anybody has ever done, and they go, why why would I like that? Well, it's, <laughs> it becomes too so you've got to kind of yeah, it's it, yeah. it's an art, it's an art for sure. Well, oddly enough, that's exactly what what we're talking about. This this is music; it's an art. Yeah. Well, anyway, number twelve is from Danny Roberts. It's his new single on Mountain Home Records. He wrote it himself, called West Virginia Red.
That's the number 12 song from Danny Roberts. It must be hard to, to, to try and uh, produce an album, to write write an album, to record it and do all the things that have got to, got to get it to do an album while you're in a busy band like the like the Grascals. Absolutely. It's a, it's a pretty full-on thing, you know, being someone that does all of those things. Um, you really have to kind of... It's hard. It's very hard to do it when you're touring as well. I find, particularly, I have um, parts of the year where I'm just touring, when I'm just touring and focusing on selling tickets for shows and and preparing and and doing all of the the promo and making sure everything is organised for those shows. It's it's kind of hard to do things in between that. But when uh, you know you've got time off the road um, and you can focus solely on those things, well then you know you don't have any excuses but uh, but yeah when you when you're touring and, and fitting all those things around around the live shows yeah it, it can be a, a juggling act for sure you're listening to the bluegrass today weekly top 20 countdown just one spot shy of the top 10 here's song number 11 we're counting down to a new number one on the uh, top 20 countdown this week as we do most weeks but number 11 is uh, from Gary Nichols, a former steel driver. And uh, this is an in- interesting thing for me. This, this seems to something something of a trend in, uh, in, in bluegrass songs recently to be sing- singing about uh, addiction. Right. Uh, and this one's very interesting because uh, a fr- good friend of mine, Tim Crouch, played fiddle on this, I know, because I saw him posting about it um, around about the time this... Uh, song came out but it's it's a bit of rock and bluegrass which is very interesting um so uh it's a great song gary uh, was uh, the, the second or was it was it the third lead singer for the steel drivers and when uh, chris stapleton left the steel drivers i thought wow where the, how are they going to replace him they that means the his his voice is is a unique part of their sound and uh well gary nichols has got almost the same kind of voice and uh, there he was <laughs> So, but fancy, fancy being able to be able to find somebody who could who could almost duplicate Chris Stapleton's sound. Well, he's uh, he's uh, written this song with Billy Droz and Terry Heard. It's called "This Time Around" from Gary from Gary Nichols, number eleven on the on the countdown this week. Come back down when you need a hand 
souls from the devil so they can have what I found This time around Ooh, don't ask me how I made it out From the devil so they can have what I found This time around Oh, it's going down This time around It's our number 11 song on the countdown this week. Written by Billy Drose, Gary Nicholson, Terry Heard from Gary Nichols. Number 10. It's almost a, almost a Drose family family reunion. At number 10, halfway out of the countdown, it's Billy's, uh, Billy Drose's wife, Maria Drose. She's Lithuanian. Have you ever met her? No, I haven't. Uh, but I, I, have, um, I haven't met Billy either, but I... I know he's he's worked with a, a whole bunch of friends, mutual friends. So uh, yeah, I like I like what he does, and I had to listen to this track as well, and uh, and I, I love what Maria does as well. She's got a great voice. I, I don't I don't think Billy ever sleeps. <laughs> he mustn't. <laughs> but they uh, they met in Lithuania when Billy was there to, to do a movies on a tour into Lithuania and then she ended up coming back to the US and they married and fell in love and, and uh, Cupid did his thing and, and yeah so she has this she has this uh, her, her own her own album called Maria with a J and uh, from that returning to our countdown it's been a total of eight weeks now but uh, spread over about three months from Maria Rose. The number 10 song is Annabelle. Annabelle drinks a cheap red wine from a fancy glass With her fingers wrapped round a fragile stem And a long cigarette in the other hand And her hair always looks so nice Good at hiding the gray. If you take a long look in her eyes, the lines give her age away. Oh, Annabelle, what a story you could tell. Oh, Annabelle, love took you to heaven, love took you to hell, Annabelle. She sits down. Every Friday night And when she dances with the man The years fall away She looks younger in the neon light We've all watched her give her heart away So many times that we lost count But when you look at love like a fairy tale Love's gonna let you down Oh, Annabelle What a story you could tell Annabelle, love took you to heaven, love took you to hell, Annabelle, oh, oh, Annabelle. 
so they fly. Women in this town drink their gin on the porch and whisper lies about an That's Annabelle from Maria Drones, number 10 this week. Not to be confused with the creepy doll called Annabelle. (laughs) Yeah, good thing you said that because we would have worried. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Number nine. At number nine is the highest debuting song on the countdown this week from the first band I fell in love with when I started doing radio, the Lonesome River Band. My goodness. Have they, they, they've faced challenges and they've met everyone and they've continued to, to, to do excellent things. Absolutely. Sammy Sheila plays, plays the banjo and he's, he's the owner of the band. He, he was kind of the, uh, the last man standing when, the, uh, when, when there was an upheaval in the band and three people left and left him holding the, holding the thing. And uh, but a bit like the the Australian band uh, Little River Band. That's it. That's it. Well, there's been plenty of people come through the uh, Lonesome River Band, like the Little River Band. Yes. Uh, um, my friend uh, Ronnie Bowman was in there at, at one point, and uh, uh, I also worked with uh, a wonderful one of my favourite bluegrass singers, Don Rigsby, who was also in that band, and uh, of course Dan Tominsky. Um, so uh, yeah, it's a uh, uh, there's been a lot of great acts uh, go through that band, and you and you you get it's a four person band, and you get three people leave, and you think how are you going to put a I mean how are you going to keep it going? How you, you, surely you got you're going to have to start completely afresh with a new band. But Sammy Sheila yeah. says, nah, that's boring. I think I think that's what he does because he, yeah, yeah. he's he's several times been able to rebuild the band completely, and he's just done it again. And, uh, I'm just having you. There's um, there's been some mighty forces that have passed through that band over the years. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Just the little river band in Australia. Indeed. In fact, you know, LRB. There you go. When darkness of night falls around me, and old sun it falls out of sight, and the daylight fades into darkness. I always get the blues of the night. My baby's gone and she's left me in daylight I'll make it all right When night falls around I get so lonesome I always get the blues of the night
wander For me there's no relief inside My baby's gone and left me And now I've got the blues of the night When darkness of night falls around me an old sun, it falls out of sight And the daylight fades in the darkness I always get the blues of the night Well, that's our number nine song. It's uh, debuting on, on the countdown this week. It's called Blues of the Night. Number eight. The Tramlin McCurries are it, it, interesting. They, they fascinate me. They, uh, it's, it, it, it seems that no matter what, the, no matter what the scene, no matter what the, what the style of music, they can do a splendid, excellent job of it. And um, but they, they've uh, they've been appearing. On and on and off on this on this countdown for the whole time I've been doing the countdown just over a year, and um, and uh, this one has been as three times it's been to the number one spot and come come down the countdown a bit and the back up again. Last yeah, last week it was missing from the countdown. I guess it it they 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 took a rest. Perhaps it was too much hard work. Perhaps Dell said, you've got to come and work for me for the next couple of weeks because I've got to do this alone. Anyway, the, uh, the number eight song on our countdown is from Traveller McCurries, The Hole of the Moon. I pictured a rainbow You held it in your hands I had lashes You saw the plan I wandered out in the world for you While you just stayed in your room I saw the crescent You saw the whole of the moon The whole of the moon You were there in the turnstiles With the wind at your heels you stretch for the stars and you know how it feels to reach too high, too far, too soon. You saw the whole of the moon, I was grounded. While you filled the skies, I was dumbfounded by truth. You cut through lies, I saw the rain dirty valley. You saw Brigadoon, I saw the crescent. You saw the whole of the
I spoke about wings You just flew I wandered, I guessed and I tried You just knew I Wide oceans full of tears Flags, rags, ferry boats Senators and scarves Every precious dream and vision Underneath the stars Yes, you climbed on the ladder With the wind in your sails You came like a comet Blazing your trail Too high Too far Too soon You saw the whole of That's the number eight song from the Traveler McCurries. It's called The Hold of the Moon. Here's Lucky Seven. Now, Billy Gilman, his, his album is called uh, Roller Coaster. I don't know a whole lot about Billy Gilman, um, but it's, uh, so he's on Pinecastle Records and he's returning to our countdown again after this is his fourth week on the countdown. And um, the number seven song is called Delta Queen. Everyone remembered seeing that bride and groom It was 1929, they were on their honeymoon That steamboat horn was blowing as they waved goodbye to shore No one knows what happened next when he closed that cabin door When they showed up for dinner Grand ballroom that night Everyone could tell They'd been in a fight She was still wearing that diamond ring With the sapphires on the side With the ribbon in her dress And her hair on the mess The truth was hard to find Cause they couldn't find One drop of blood As a battle will push That Mississippi mud from heaven up Down to New Orleans It was way too She disappeared home to Delta Queen. Delta Queen. The moon lit up the water, and she was in the air. When they took that groom back to his room and tied him to a chair, the witness said she saw him holding her out by the rail. 
Was she laughing? Was she crying? Were they kissing? Were they fighting? Well, you just couldn't tell. And they couldn't find what drive of blood is the pattern we'll push that Mississippi mud from heaven up down to New Orleans. It was way too late to turn around now. They searched everywhere from stern to bow when she disappeared on the Delta Queen. Up in St. Louis, a young couple walked in. The girl was looking through the glass at all those diamond rings, and nobody knows that the one she chose would have set that prisoner free. That's why they couldn't find one drop of blood as a pattern will push that Mississippi mud from heaven down to New Orleans. It was way too late to turn around. Billy Gilman, the number seven song, The Delta Queen. Here's number six. At number six is uh, a force of nature. A fellow called Wyatt Ellis. Do you know Wyatt? I've just been doing a bit of research on him. I thought, wow, 14. Is he 14? Mandolin player. Yeah. Writing yes. his own music. Um, incredible. Just incredible. And this one's featuring uh, Dominic Leslie. Happy Valley. What? Yes. During, during COVID, Wyatt, uh, I, I, I think he, he, he's got a mandolin case, but I don't think it, I don't think his mandolin's ever in it. No. <laughs> he's got the bug. He's got the bug. Yes. Brilliant. Well, Dominic and Wyatt, most, during, during COVID, Wyatt would just sit and play for hours and hours and hours and hours every day. And um, he's got tolerant family, I would think. That's it. And... and if I'd have tried anything like that in my family, my, my mum would have been saying, go outside and play. For, for heaven's sake, stop that. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. And the awesome thing about this this track is it's a good little catchy tune too. So, And it's an instrumental, another instrumental in the chart. Wonderful to see. It's a, so. his, this is the title track from his new album coming out in, in February, uh, Happy Valley. It's uh, on Nehi Records. It's his own label. I reckon that's a brilliant name. That's fantastic. So, somebody's only 14. He wrote it when he was 12. Yeah. And he recorded it when he was 12. He recorded the, the album with Dominic Leslie, Dominic Leslie during, the, during the COVID thing when he was 12. Well, uh, it's so, uh, one thing to be able to play, but as a producer, I know that it's another thing um to be able to record because i have a lot of people um vocalists I've, I've been fortunate to produce vocal sessions for some of my heroes but i've also had some some great instrumentalists come in here that i've had them had them play on on certain tracks and sometimes you can see someone play live and you go wow they're such a great live player but when they come into the studio getting them to play play to a track um you know having that click track in your ear um you know, kind of playing in time, in tune, in the pocket, 
um, with feel <laughs> is a very challenging thing. So to be able to do, for, for Wyatt to be getting into the studio so young and um, with great results is a, a remarkable thing to do. His, his earlier single, uh, the first single from, from this album, um, he did it with Sierra Hull. He wrote it with Sierra Hull and they recorded it they recorded it together but it, you you can't tell which which piece who you know who's playing which piece and for a 14 year old to be to be playing up there with Sierra Hull and uh you know even playing on the same recording let alone sounding just like her i mean goodness me so what what kind of a future does he have do you think man he, he's got the world's his, world's his oyster i reckon That's the number six song on our countdown this week from Wyatt Ellis. 
The title track from his new album coming in February called Happy Valley. Number five. At number five, we're counting down to a new number one. At number five, as a fellow who was a Wyatt Ellis back in his back in his day, he's had had his day standing down the end of the Del McCurry band, trying not to poke anybody in the eye with his bow, and he's proved that he can sing, and he can he, he, we, we we know that he's, he can play like like the wind because he's in the Del McCurry band. And here he's got, his, in addition to being to his obligations with the Del McCurry Band and the uh, and the Travelling McCurries, he's got his own alone album called Lowdown Hoedown. And uh, uh, this song has been on and off the chart. The chart is down. It's coming up to three, four months now, uh, more than six months nearly. And it's been on and off. It's been a number one. It's been a number two. It's been a number eleven, a number fourteen, a number thirteen, a number nine. But it's it's been all over the countdown, on and off and on and off for about six months. That's from Jason Carter, number five this week, Paper Angel. Quiet of the night I listen to the lonesome sounds of silence till daylight Remembering a time you were just a touch away But if you's your place now you're far far away You were my dear little angel and there love so true was created as the one for me and for you. There again when I hear your voice or feel your warm embrace. And only in a picture will I ever see your face. Now you're just a paper angel. Since the breath of life has passed, a silent paper in a fainted photograph In a fainted
That's number five. Jason Carter. Written by David Greer and Robert Gately. A couple of guitar players playing a fiddle, writing a fiddle tune. Number four. I said earlier that the Lonesome River Band was the first band I fell in love with when I started doing radio. The second band was Russell Moore and Third Time Out. And here they are at number four. They sound just like they did back then. They've had numerous personnel changes. They've had subtle changes to the uh, to the band. The most significant thing for my, for my liking is that they've got a bass singer in the band again. Russell Moore and Third Time Out. And uh, they've got an album coming next year too that's not named yet. The song, Heading East to East to West Virginia, written by uh, Tim Raven. Russell Moore says that it was, the, it was the, that, 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 tight, that line, Heading East to West Virginia, that sold him on the song. Yeah. He thought that was, great, that was clever. It's a great title, yeah. It's always, I always say that the song is only as good as the idea, um, and, and the idea, you know, usually directly comes from, from a great title, so... Uh, I know I often write songs from from a title alone, and then I, I get that title, and I, I I kind of crack open the idea and find the right angle uh, for it, and, and then you know you you write the the song around the the title. You, your title becomes the the hook, the the, the feature part of, of the chorus, um, and everything points back to the title. So uh, when you have a a catchy one like heading east to West Virginia, you know, if uh, if you treat it right, it'll turn into a good song too. That's why I'm heading east to West Virginia She called me 
bit of housekeeping. This week's countdown took a lot more space than normal, so some of the songs and discussion couldn't be included in this show. But patrons can find those songs and the discussion at our Patreon page, patreon.com slash bttop20, bttop20. You can find exclusive content there and all the songs etc that had to be uh, dropped from the show because of space reasons. And you can support the project and help keep it going every week. Now back to the countdown. Number three. We're down to the sharp end of the countdown now at, uh, at number three. Look at that blue highway. Boy, that, that, there's a band with stability. That, I, I, th- I think they must, they must really like each other to be able to hang in together, to stay together for, how long is it? I've did 25, 30 years now. And they've had they've had one personnel change, I think, or, or two or whatever. But it's this. But predominantly, most of that time, it's been the same band. And I think well, there you are, stuck in a bus. So if you have an argument over something, and it's usually and it, usually that sort of an argument is petty. And you think, well, why why are we arguing about this? But the, but you do. Well, they must they must really work hard at getting around those things, and to to, to stay together. Their new album is called uh, 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 Lonesome State of Mind on Rounder Records and uh, written by Sean and his brother Chad Lane and Gerald Ellenberg. They've, they've written together quite a bit. The number three song on our countdown, down from 11 last week, is from Blue Highway, The North Side. It's the first place the snow's gonna lay And the last place it's gonna leave it's made me tougher today than I ever thought I'd be. By the way, across it's on a limb. I can tell when the storm's moving in. It's just something between me and him. I already feel the chill in the wind on the north side. Frozen in time on the north side Side. 
gonna leave on the north side This is my first time, um, you know, delving into her music and, uh, yeah, incredible voice and uh, I really like the song too. So, uh, yeah, she's she's pretty special. It's a former number one. It was uh, number two last week and uh, written by Jamie Hartford, John Hartford's son, and um, it's called Can't Live Without Love, Bronwyn Keith Holmes.
That's number two from Bob and Keith Hines, Can't Live Without Love. This week's new number one. Now we come to the come to the the, the, the very sharp end of the of the countdown. The number one song on our countdown this week, new number one, returning to the countdown after several weeks away. It's from Dan Tominsky. And uh, boy is boy is this album of his uh, God fearing heathen. Is it is that a giant killer of an album for Don, for Dan Tominsky? The song that uh, that had my 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 son who's who's in a heavy metal band ring me up and say, Dad, do you know who, who Dan Tominsky is? Yeah. I said, how, how do you know him? I said, well, he's, 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 singing this, he's singing this music. He's singing this music for Avicii. Who's, I said, who's Avicii? He said, he's, he's a DJ. You should know him. He's, I mean, he's famous. And this song, the, the song Hey Brother, was number, number one in eight markets simultaneously. Back it in twenty fourteen, it was a huge song. It was a it was a monster for sure, and and for good reason. It's a great song, and this version, this bluegrass, hundred percent bluegrass version of Hey Brother, is absolutely fantastic as well. And uh, you know, Dan Tominsky is is one of my favourite bluegrass singers uh, for good reason, uh, as is Don Rigsby. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful to hear uh, a fully bluegrass arrangement of this song. Well, here it is, the number one song this week from Dan Tominsky from God Fearing Heath. It's called Hey Brother. Hey brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Know the water's sweet, but blood is thicker. Oh, if the sky comes falling down for you, there's nothing in this world I wouldn't do. What if I'm far from 
you There's nothing in this world I wouldn't do That's our number one this week. This is the countdown, countdown number 71. It's from Dan Tominsky. Hey, brother. Stuff, we? we have, we have. It's been, it's been good fun. It's been good to uh, discover and, and rediscover things that I hadn't heard of uh, before, and, and artists that I hadn't discovered before as well. So, uh, thank you for that experience. You know, it was it's good to be able to sink my teeth into uh, into some well bluegrass from from the bluegrass state, from the bluegrass country. <laughs> well, that's. That's been that's been my mission for for more than 20, 25 years now to to to, to, to help help people learn. Yeah, you know, I, I discovered when I when I joined the the local bluegrass society here in Sydney that a lot of people never listened because there was no way for them to listen to bluegrass. Yeah, they just thought they knew what it sounded like and they never listened to it. So I thought, well, there's a there's a job for me. Yeah. I'll bring them some. Absolutely, and it's good to be able to listen to bluegrass that's outside of what you normally listen to too and and to d- discover artists that, that that we haven't heard of over here um and uh there's a lot of common threads there's a lot of common links via people that that i i know and that i i work with and uh so yeah it, it, it was a a great thing to be able to to go through that it'd be cool to be able to introduce some of these american artists to some of our australian artists over here so you know it's uh, it was really wonderful to do to do the reverse with you today. We uh, well we should. But one of the things we should do is is I mean the, my my program goes to uh, goes to a lot of Americans, so it's, it, it'd be good to to put Australians into the program, so that so that Americans can hear. But they they love it when they find out that that, that other countries are playing their music. 
room. Absolutely. The, the, pe the people in the Appalachians think it's just them. They're the only ones that, that sing bluegrass. And they were staggered when uh, uh, the Japanese band uh, came, came over, was it uh, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, came to, came to Bill Munro's Bluegrass Festival and, and did, well, that sounds just like us. It's just, just like ours. The accents are slightly different, but you know, otherwise it just sounds like us. Yeah. And then a New, a New Zealand band did the same thing. And wow, they do it too. And European bands, they love it when that, when that happens. Absolutely. And it's it's their, their music. It, 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 it um, originated there. So it would be humbling to hear, um, you know, the different takes on, on bluegrass. You know, it would be yes. in, in some some ways same, same but different because there is there is differences in in the accents and um it's interesting i i grew up singing in a very australian accent um because uh, you know some of the people that i that that was just me that's what i sounded like when i was singing and uh and uh i, I think i i do it now to a degree if i'm singing about a subject mm -hmm. that that requires that 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 is going to be best served by that but but otherwise i i sing in what I like to call an, an international accent because you're kind of taking the, the the best parts. Some some words sound really good when they're sung in a more American way, and, and then other words sound sound good if they're kind of sung uh, with a, a little bit of an Aussie kind of a lilt to them too. So it's it's about trying to. It's it's something that I, I spend a, a lot of time with artists that that, that come into. Uh, do a vocal session we spend a lot of time just trying to make sure that they've got the right blend of of, of accent you know um, so it's it's cool to uh, to hear I, I would, would love to hear what um, what what Japanese bluegrass sounds like too because everyone kind of has their puts their own little spin on it uh, which is great I, I, I played last week I played a uh a, a bluegrass song in, in, in Swiss German. Oh, wow. And, uh, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll send it to you so to see yeah, that that's kind of fun. Yeah, you're right. It's hard to it's hard to know what it's about, but uh, you know, but it, it sounds just like if you if you, if you forget the fact that you can't understand the words. Yeah. It just sounds the the, the, the lyrics roll along like a, like a bluegrass song should. The instruments roll along like they should, and, and the harmonies are, the, are just like they should. And um, but anyway, thanks thanks for being with us. Thanks, and uh, we'll have to have, have to have you back again. I'd like, I'd like to talk to you about around about the time of the uh, the golden guitars. See how you do there. Sounds good. All right, Angus Gill. Thanks thanks a lot. Thanks, Mark. Too. Well, that's all for the bluegrass today. Weekly top twenty countdown for this week. I'm Mike here in Sydney, Australia. Thanks to Angus Gill from Warhope in country New South Wales for joining me as co-host today. And of course, thanks to you for being here with us today. Join us again next week for the countdown. As always, I'll bring you more of the finest new bluegrass music on the planet. And I'll have some fresh, hot bluegrass music, fresh from the source. I'd like to invite you to visit our Facebook group at BT Top 20, that's BT T-O-P 2-0, and join the conversation and the fun. Or write to me at bttop20 at gmail.com. Tell me what you think. And don't forget our Patreon page at patreon.com slash 
BT Top 20. If you'd like to help support the show, that's a perfect way to do it. And, well, thank you for your support with uh, exclusive content and material that gets cut from the show because of space considerations. And if you love the Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown, please tell everybody you know that it's a great source of the hottest new bluegrass music on the planet. Please spread the word so I can continue to work with making the bluegrass grow for you. Again, thanks for being with me today. I'll see you the same time next week. Until then, keep picking. Keep grinning and keep listening. The Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 Countdown is a production of Hawkesbury Radio in Sydney, Australia, with the assistance and cooperation of bluegrasstoday.com. Bluegrass Today and Bluegrass Today Weekly Top 20 are trademarks of bluegrasstoday.com. The chart is compiled every Friday by Bluegrass Today from actual airplay data logged and reported by the most influential Bluegrass DJs. The numbers reflect airplay on satellite and terrestrial radio. The reporting DJs come from both commercial and non-commercial stations but do not include streaming internet broadcasts. Only songs less than 18 months from original release date appear on the chart or on the countdown. I'm Mike Keir. Thanks for listening. See you next week.